All right, so who are this season's top 50 NHL players? Find out on the Locked on NHL podcast. Joe DiBiase, Mike DiStefano, and Rachel Donner reveal the top 50 players as voted on by your local experts across the Locked on NHL podcast network. Subscribe to Locked on NHL podcast on YouTube and turn on your notifications so that you never miss an episode. August 24th, we're covering the snubs. On the 27th, you'll get uh, top 50 through 41 and ending on September 10th with the top 10 reveal. Subscribe to Locked on NHL wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. On today's episode of Locked on Kraken, we are once again headed to the 2021 Women's World Championships. And wouldn't you know, there's a nice connection to Seattle Kraken Scout, the first ever woman scout in the National Hockey League, Cami Granado. And her and Hillary Knight have a connection that, dare I say, is of historic and even Hockey Hall of Fame caliber. That and more coming up on today's show of Locked on Kraken. We haven't played a game yet, but the word is already out that we've got some you know, crazy passionate fans and uh, we can't wait to start playing hockey in front of them. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Happy Wednesday, everyone, and hey, hey, what do you say? We are here to talk about Women's World Championships. I let you know last week, I guess it was, that um, we were headed into the Women's World Championships. On Monday, of course, we heard from the fantastic Allison Lucan. And in case you missed it, we debuted our first episode on the YouTube crossover. All that means for those who listen to every show, and thank you, by the way, I appreciate your loyalty. All that means is that for now, in the off season, every Monday for our Goodreads Monday, we're going to integrate our YouTube page. Once we get closer to preseason, um, training camp, and of course, the regular season and beyond, we will have all of our shows available on YouTube, as well as anywhere you listen to your podcast. So if you're not already subscribed, go subscribe to Locked on Kraken, the YouTube account. Make sure that you also set notifications because every once in a while I will post videos. I have some video um, conversations from past guests, such as Scott Brendan, and congratulations to Scott, first child, a father, a new father. So congratulations to Scott Brendan of Cheap Seats Sports. I also have some video from my conversation with Chanel Keenan, my first ever guest on Locked on Kraken. So eventually I'll put some edits up there so you can kind of see a little bit of those conversations in video format as well, as well as different behind the scenes stuff and etc. So lots of exciting things happening on Locked on Kraken. We are going to be talking prospects in the future. Um, I want to get into a little bit more of the AHL affiliate for this season, at least in the Charlotte Checkers, all that coming up. But as promised, we are going to talk about women's world championships. And I was already going to talk about women's worlds, but now there is a very distinct connection between there is a very distinct connection between Cami Granado, 
who is a scout for the Seattle Kraken. Not only is she the first ever woman scout in the National Hockey League, Blake Bolden is the first ever black scout, she works for the LA Kings, but Cameron Granado is also one of the first women and the first woman from the United States to enter the Ice Hockey Hall of Fame, of course that Hall of Fame in Toronto, and she was inducted with none other than Canadian Angela James, who is now coaching. She's an assistant coach for the Toronto Six as part of the National Women's Hockey League. Yes, I'm dumping all of this women's hockey knowledge on you because this is my wheelhouse, folks. I'm excited. But Cameron Granado, coming into this World Championships, was the all-time leading scorer in women's worlds, as it's known, or the International Ice Hockey Hockey Federation Women's World Championships is the official name, but who wants to go by that? That's boring. Sorry to you, IHF, but you know. We go by hashtag women's worlds. And I just wanna let you know what we're working with here. Before this IIHF tournament, uh, Cami Granado, yes, the Cami Granado of Seattle Kraken fame these days, but Hockey Hall of Famer, I mean, just all around badass, pretty much. Uh, made nine appearances in the World Championships, played a total of 43 games, scored 44 goals for 78 points total. Now, Hillary Knight tied that when the United States beat Finland 3 nothing the other night, earlier this week, and then surpassed that as the United States beat the Russian Olympic Committee. Uh, yes, they're still going by ROC, uh, not to be confused with Hove Jay-Z. Anyway, um, Hillary Knight has made 11 appearances in the World Championships, has played 55 games, and now has 45 goals for also 78 points, but now Hillary Knight in surpassing Cami Granado for first, excuse, yes, for in surpassing Cami Granado to hold the record for most goals across all teams in world championships, she joins pretty elite company. We mentioned Granado, Hall of Famer. Jaina Hefford is third on the list now, 40 goals, Hall of Famer. Haley Wickenheiser, on the list right behind Jaina Hefford, guess what? Hall of Famer and Danielle Goyette. And yep, you guessed it, also a Hall of Famer. She and Haley Wickenheiser are tied with 37 goals apiece. So right now, at least, the United States holds the one and two spot with Canadian women holding three through Five. So congratulations to Hillary Knight. But wait, there's more. We've got more news. I want to also give some stick taps to Brianna Decker, also an alternate captain for this team. And she now is in the lead with most assists for a member of the United States team at world championships she passes some fantastic uh, usa hockey hall of famers chrissy wendell pole jenny potter decker is in fourth place overall she's played 40 games has 39 assists she's right behind again hall of famer jana hefford 
with 43 assists. A future Hall of Famer in my book, Carolyn Ouellette, 59 games played, 45 assists, and it's the Wickenheiser. Haley Wickenheiser, again, Hockey Hall of Famer, played 61 games and has 49 assists total. So we see the inverse. The Americans getting it done at the top of the table with goals and the Canadians all about the assists, all about the apple. Gotta love it. Again, that's Wickenheiser, Willette, and Jaina Hefford at the top of the table for all-time assists in IIHF Women's World Championship Tournament history. Wanted to lead off the show there for sure, but why don't we hear from Hillary Knight and what she has to say about this accomplishment. We'll also hear from Brianna Decker. And then coming up next on this episode of Locked on Kraken, I'm going to give you some of the stats of the game, let you know, of the tournament, excuse me, let you know a little bit about where we stand as we go into the final round of final games, excuse me, of the preliminary round. That's happening tomorrow, and the United States and Canada are going to face off. But I'll let you know some of the leaders and what what we're looking like as far as teams to advance. You've got Group A and Group B, the top three teams in each of those groups will advance into the knockout stages. So I will let you know what it's looking like and where we think the United States and Canada in particular are going to sit when it comes to the potential to bring home a world championship gold medal. All that coming up right after you hear from Hillary Knight and Brianna Decker. Obviously, it's a really special game. I get to split a puck with Brianna Decker here. Um, But yeah, it's all around a great team effort and really looking forward to the next time we can get on the ice together. Well, let's talk about your historic goal. How did you see it? Um, You know, when Dex has the puck, you just got to get open. And uh, she was on the half wall there just coming in and um, was able to find some space and put the puck in the back of the net. But uh, I was shooting on that on that goalie um, in the same spot for, or for a couple of times and I missed and just wanted to make sure I got it this time, I guess. For you, just how wild does it feel to uh, not only equal, but now pass somebody that you looked up to so much as a child? Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. Um, you know, Kendall Coyne and I went to Cammy's uh, hockey camp back in Chicago uh, many, many years ago. And um, you just, she just exudes greatness. Right. And uh, to be around that level of talent, both on and off the ice is incredible. And then to be mentioned in the same sentence, to be on the leaderboard with some of the greats that have ever played this game is, is a, is a magical moment and one that I'll cherish. And I think I'll cherish it more as we continue to go on through the tournament, but um, really just speechless right now outside of that. Brianna splitting that puck, um, the, uh, the historic assist and a slice of history for you as well. Um, now passing, um, Chrissy Wendell and Jenny Potter on the U.S. assist list. Um, what, what does that mean to you? And, uh, you know, did, did they have an influence like directly on your career? I mean, of course, uh, Potter did. I uh, had a chance to play with her, obviously, on the national team at some point in my career. But, um, you know, I've had a privilege and it's been an honor to play with Hillary and Kendall um, a lot throughout uh, my career. And man, they make it pretty easy to move the puck and you can't, you know, you're going to get a lot of assists when you're on a line with Hillary Knight because you can find the back of the net every single night. So did not mean to rhyme there at all. But um, honestly, um, I looked up to Chrissy as well. Um, obviously, she went to University of Minnesota. So I remember watching her games um, growing up as well. Um, both phenomenal um, players. And 
I just, you know, I admire what I admire about Potter and Chrissy, um, their games, how strong they are on the puck, because that was, creates a lot of time and space for other players. Um, so then when they move the puck, those players are open and have a chance to score. What does it mean to finally get the power play clicking uh, in, in this game after, uh, I think, missing on 11 opportunities up until you put one in? 11? I'm 12. She skipped me a grade. Big deal. I'm a year younger. They're 13. I'm 12. Aren't I? I also put you in first grade when you were five and I never told you. So I'm how old? You're 11. 11? So you skipped fifth grade. There's too much padding in the grades. I taught elementary school. 11! This explains so much. Yes, 11 tries and no power play goals. Uh, first of all, I just love that Hillary Knight was so surprised by that stat. Second of all, I loved it because it gave me the opportunity to once again drop in a fantastic quote from a fantastic movie, Almost Famous. I think this is twice now that at least intentionally I have referred to Almost Famous. I... I'm okay with that. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Joel Johnson, who is the head coach of USA Hockey, actually did address the power play. And he had something interesting to say about that, but we'll talk about that coming up next on Locked on Kraken. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest 200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and you will receive a 100% Welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. If you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, and of course, hockey. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching your sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for all the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, shows 
and everything else all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible devices required. Content varies by The first package. segment, the way the World Championships works is there are uh, it's 10 teams. So they're divided into two groups, Group A and Group B. And that is the round robin preliminary round. After that, single series between each of the five teams in each in each of the two groups uh, the the three best teams from group a and the three best teams from group b will advance to the playoff round they will be ranked according to um, how they performed in their respective playoff round so let's get into exactly what we're looking like let's get into the rankings as they stand right now. In Group A, the top three teams are the United States, Canada, and actually ROC. Now, this is a bit surprising. Finland and Switzerland, I was expecting better performances from both of these teams. It is worth noting that Finland is without Noraratu, who has been their main goalie for years and really helped Finland stay in that 2019 World Championship in Finland to get them to that gold medal match. They defeated Canada to knock Canada out of contention for gold or silver. Canada won bronze in 2019. Worth noting that. Also worth noting that for Switzerland, their young star, Alina Mueller, got an injury, lower body injury, looked like an ankle, and uh, she got caught up with another player in that first game, I believe it was their first game, and was writhing in pain on the ice, kind of threw her gloves out in just agony and pain as she slid across the ice. Very dramatic, very painful to watch, and I'm sure for Alina Mueller to experience. So worth noting that. So Team ROC, as of right now, they have three points. They have uh, one win in the tournament, whereas Finland and Sweden still looking for a win. Um, this is as of Tuesday, August 24th. In Group B, you have the Czech Republic, Germany, and Japan. Smile, Japan. Gambare. Uh, there is a Japanese goaltender, Nana Fujimoto, who played for the, at the time, New York Riveters. Now they're the Metropolitan Riveters. So I always like seeing Japan compete um, on the national stage. Anyway, this is a little bit more even. You've got the Czech Republic at the top of Group B with nine points. They are 3-0. and You've got Germany. Uh, they are 2-0. and and Japan 2-0 again. That's as of yesterday, Tuesday, August 24th. There are a handful of games today going into uh, the final preliminary games between, um, on Thursday, you'll see Finland and Sweden head off. 
uh, go head to head, excuse me, you'll see the United States and Canada, which we'll talk about in a little bit, and then Japan and Germany. For today, you have ROC versus Finland, Czech Republic and Germany and Denmark and Hungary. So some of these teams, as you can see, they haven't played three games yet. The US has, Canada has, ROC has, um, so has the Czech Republic, uh, Japan, Hungary, and Denmark. But Finland, excuse me, Finland and Germany have only played two games. Cut that out. That's just extra. So as of right now, if the tournament ended today, we would see the United States, Canada, and ROC from Group A, and the Czech Republic, Germany, and Japan from Group B. The United States has a plus 12 goal differential, Canada plus 11. Uh, the Czech Republic has a plus 11 goal differential, and Germany a plus 5. So right now we're looking at USA top of the table, Canada and Czech Republic probably 2 and 3. And then you have Germany in that fourth spot with uh, ROC, or excuse me, with Japan and then ROC, if we go by goal differential. So it's going to be interesting, especially in that middle of the pack, but it's really looking like Canada, USA. I will be writing a post game on USA Canada for the athletics, so make sure you check that out. As far as predictions, mm, this is tough because you haven't really seen either one of these teams in a while. The last time I saw these teams was when the Four Nations tournament was canceled. It was set to take place in Sweden, but Sweden was having a tiff with their federation. They weren't paying the women's team, and rightfully so, I would argue, the women's team was looking for more equitable, not even wages, just considerations like trainers and per diem for when they're traveling with the national team. Anyway, that's a story for another day, but yes, I can definitely go off on the lack of equity basically in anything. But uh, so anyway, the United States and Canada went to the Pittsburgh area. They were actually at the Pittsburgh Penguins practice facility. They, they did actually have an on-ice session at, what is it, PPG Paints, right, in Pittsburgh. They had a, a session there as well. But anyway, spent the weekend there. They, they missed out on another international tournament, Four Nations as it sounds, much smaller, not 10 teams, but only four. But still, it's a pretty good tune-up as you get ready for the Olympic cycle. And um, Canada coming into this next cycle, going off of, again, the 2019 World Championships, I just didn't get a good sense for where they wanted to be as far as their youth movement versus some of their veteran presence things just weren't clicking for Canada it seems like in this tournament and in some of the games since that uh, friendly I guess you would call it or joint training camp between the United States and Canada I know wild to to think about but that's what it was um there have been some some moves some changes I think they there are some players that have been left off of the roster that's you know lauren gable ah, up and coming star coming from clarkson a patty kazmaier winner that's the award for best um 
player in the NCAA. Um, questionable calls about the roster. They've had some coaching turnover. Uh, I don't know. I think Canada has more to prove coming in, not to mention that the United States is on a, a five-tournament gold medal streak. Uh, it's kind of been Canada's game at the Olympics up until 2018, but the United States has dominated women's worlds. So it's really the United States, they've got their foot on the gas here, and history is saying to take the United States. Obviously, Canada has looked good in preliminary play, but I have not seen Finland and Switzerland in this tournament be the Finland and Switzerland that I thought they could be to really maybe shake up the top uh, three teams, top three to five teams. Instead, it's been the Czech Republic that's coming out strong. Germany as well. Group B, though, is a, is a different beast. You don't have the United States. You don't have Canada. So respectfully to the rest of the teams, the real equalizer is when you play one of the North American teams. That's just how it is in women's hockey right now. So all of that to say, I'm leaning towards the United States in this one. I really like how Joel Johnson is running all kinds of different lines and is kind of letting his players play. And having no competition for essentially two years, I think I kind of like it. But speaking of Joel Johnson, let's hear from Coach Joel Johnson and what he had to say about the power play. What, if anything, did you do differently to get the power play going today? Uh, I'll be honest with you. We just kept putting people on the ice. Uh, I shared with uh, some people earlier, I think power plays are overrated in a, in a short-term tournament. Uh, it's very tough. If you look at a, a, you know, the highest level of our game is, is either the uh, Olympic level or maybe an NHL playoff or a women's professional playoff. And, and when you get to that spot, the power plays always struggle. You can have a great power play all year long, and then you get to the highest level and, and all of a sudden penalty kills can match what a power play is trying to do. So I just, I'm not going to overthink the power play. We put players out there that, that have the capacity and the knowledge and the hockey IQ to, to create chances. As long as we're creating chances and we're moving the puck, I'm fine. Uh, as a coaching staff, we've said, that's our goal. Um, if it goes in, it goes in. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, but I'm not going to, not going to overcoach the power play. I don't think I've ever really heard this. I don't hate it. Um, I know a lot of people give a lot of uh, consideration for the power play, but I don't know. Joel Johnson might have made me a believer. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, you can comment at Locked on Kraken on social media, or you can send me an email, lockedonkraken at gmail.com. Do you think the power play is super important in international tournaments? I want to talk to you about my favorite family-owned business, rockauto.com. And I was watching something, I was streaming something, and saw a nice little jingle and an animated commercial for Rock Auto. And I loved that they had, of course, the, ta the tags that we have here, which, of course, is amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your vehicle will ever need, rockauto.com. Com. But let me tell you a little bit more about what will happen when you head to rockauto.com instead of your local chain store or car dealership. You will get the best prices. You'll get to 
make selections on your specific make, model, and specifications, and you don't have to deal with a middle person trying to tell you what you need, even though you already know what you need. You can get everything from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and yes, even new carpet and rock auto prices are reliably low for every customer. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your vehicle. Type locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you and here it goes again. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? Of course you do, because you listen to the Locked On Podcast Network. There is literally something for everyone, including when they have their specialty flavors. I loved the churro rollout, the grasshopper cookie, which was a take on a mint chocolate chip. But we also have cherry barcia, mint brownie, German chocolate, cookies and cream, and my personal favorite, double chocolate and the great thing is all come covered in chocolate and range from 17 to 18 grams of protein 130 to 180 calories and only four to five grams of sugar and four to five grams of net carbs per bar if you don't have a favorite like i do Go with a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. And also a reminder that not only is Built Bar a sponsor of the Locked On Podcast Network, including, of course, Locked On Kraken, they are also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. We just came off of the Olympic Games and the Prefontaine Classic out in Oregon. We also have the Paralympic Games opening ceremonies were yesterday. So it's good to see that Built Bar is supporting athletes and people who speak about them alike. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 when you order your next case of Built Bar, whether it's the mix box or maybe some Jerry or maybe some Cherry Barcia. You will get 15% off your next order when you use promo code LOCKED15. We're going to close out today's show going back to world championships. Again, the United States and Canada. I'm putting my money on the United States. And I got to be honest, I think I said this on a locker room session with, uh, was it, was it locked on ducks? Was it, I think it was locked on ducks. Either way, uh, it was, it was like my first week or so with, uh, the locked on NHL podcasts but um i tend to root for canada or even like a finland and a switzerland just for the chaos of it all but i test and kind of everything on the stats book is telling me that the united states probably has the edge going into this game that being said anything can happen these teams haven't been playing Certainly not in front of media or fans, so they know what they've been putting in when it comes to training camp and going through quarantine can be really weird. I talked to Joel Johnson about how his staff was managing that. From a mental health perspective and from a performance perspective, you have to keep in mind that these athletes aren't socializing like they normally do. Joel said something about a parking lot party that USA Hockey was able to have for their players just to get them safely, um, but also active outside of just what they do, eat, sleep, hockey. 
Some people thrive, eat, sleep, hockey. Some people need a little bit of something else to take the edge off of competing all the time. So speaking of edge, I'm giving it to the United States, but let's talk about some of the leaders. Scoring leaders in the tournament as we near the end of the preliminary round. For the Czech Republic, Alina Mills, in three games, has four goals and two, uh, four goals and one assist, excuse me, for five points. Melanie Dau and Natalie Spooner for Canada, as well as Aaron Ambrose, are in two, three, four. Dau and Spooner have five points, both with the split of two goals, three assists. Aaron Ambrose has two goals, two assists for four points. And the first player for the United States on this scoring leaders list with four points total, the split is two goals, two assists, is one of the young guns, Grace Zumwinkle. It's been a youth movement for the United States for a little bit here. You heard from baby vet Haley Skrimura, and also apologies that that audio was a little bit distorted, um, so I, I apologize for that. But it's been a youth movement, and if you hear the full press conference, and maybe I'll pop this up on YouTube for you, but if you hear the full press conference and a lot of the press conferences, I mean, we're talking Britta Curl, Abby Rock, a lot of young players for the United States doing some great things, but it's Grace Zumwinkle that's at the top of the table. Now, it's not, of course, all about the scoring. You also need some good goaltending, and it's Alex Cavanilli for the United States is at the top of the table for goaltending 100% saves percentage the United States has not let up a goal so there you go she has played uh, two of the games um, for the United States so it has two shutouts Um, another goaltender to watch was for Switzerland Um, unfortunately got their bell rung late by Canada Andrea Brendeli, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, but really looked impressive to me in this tournament, despite, again, just some bad bounces and uh, the team not being able to clean up the garbage. But uh, Nana Fujimoto also, someone that I mentioned, is ranked top five for Smile Japan, literally the name of the team, Smile Japan. So uh, that's what we have for goaltending. So... All that to say, there is a lot of really great hockey. Despite some of the lopsided uh, score lines, there are some future Hall of Famers playing for their respective national teams. And yes, a lot of people are looking just at the United States and Canada, and the, the scores are lopsided, so it's easy to kind of see that. But if you break down a lot of the different statistics, especially because the United States and Canada are just really scoring machines, you'll see that a lot of these other players, goaltenders, defenders, are putting in a lot of work for their team and deserve more recognition than they get. For another podcast, we might have to break down that there are no players, women, in the Hockey Hall of Fame 
that are native to a country other than the United States or Canada. And I think it is high time for that to change Women's World Championships, just one example of the talent that we will see in the women's sports, certainly next year in almost six months exactly we'll also see the olympic games so here's hoping that we get first of all more women and certainly more women of color hello hashtag black rosie we need more women of color and international representation on the selection committee and we certainly need the selection committee to do a better job of recognizing women in the game that have made an impact on and off of the ice. But you know the best way to do that? That is to have data, statistics, and analytics behind the women's game. So that's what Allison and I talked about on Monday. We're still making a strong push for analytics in the game. That's why I love the women's hockey E. We can finally compare and contrast players and their the leagues that they play in are weighted so we can really get a sense for as hillary knight said is brianna decker the best center in the women's international game i've been saying that for years but now i have data to prove it so thank you to those folks like allison and Alyssa and um mike murphy and i know i'm missing so many more but if you haven't listened to my episode with allison if you don't read my work over at the nine newsletter please do that and also drop some links in this episode where you can find a lot of amazing people covering women's hockey and really doing a great job on the data analysis and analytics side of it all that will do for this episode of locked on kraken congratulations to brianna decker the leading member of USA Hockey as far as assists when it comes to the Women's World Tournament. And of course, Hillary Knight, the all-time leader in goals scored in the tournament, passing the Seattle Kraken's own Cami Granado. Although if you look at games um, and how quick Cami Granado got there, she's still pretty much a boss. Uh, but we already knew that. Uh, so anyway, that will do it for this show. Uh, expect a little bit more, obviously, coming from USA Canada on Friday's show. And then we have some updates for the Seattle Kraken, including what, uh, things about preseason. I told you we want to talk about the Charlotte Checkers and a few other things. We will talk about that on Monday's show. Until then, I hope you are enjoying your week. We thank you so much for listening and watching Locked on Kraken. And remember, this is free to you. So bring along some friends on this fantastic journey as we get closer and closer to the first ever Seattle Kraken hockey game. This is your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala, signing out. Betting on the National Hockey League doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.